Hey guys, what is up and welcome back to the show. Now in today's episode, we're going to be doing quite a few different things. We're going to be starting off with the intro, but but after that, I mean, there's a couple things we're going to do there, but it's going to be, main bulk is we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl from last weekend. And we're also going to be talking about the, what's going on with college basketball. We haven't done enough college basketball lately. And so we're going to go over the current brackets and we're going to go over just some like surprise from this season um, and, and some of what we expect to see when, when it comes uh, uh, champ week and, and all that type of stuff. Just really just a general college football or football basketball type episode. Uh, but yeah, so let's just, let's just hop right in. So Evan, the first thing I wanted to talk about here is so in honor of Michael Jordan turning 60, doing that fat with a PH to the Make-A-Wish uh, donation to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, who's who's your GOAT in your mind? Uh, MJ, if you think LeBron's a GOAT, you're wrong. That That's just simply it. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, I completely agree, too. I kind of feel like, bro, obviously you and I weren't around when he was in his prime and stuff, but I just hear from people like my dad and, like, like my like, tennis coach and, like, that type of thing that were that, – uh, watched him when he was around i feel like the difference between him and lebron is lebron lebron has the ability to go wherever he goes and make them successful but with michael jordan everyone's like genuinely scared of him when they play him yeah no one no one wants like people are like nervous about having to play lebron but everyone's like genuinely scared that's the general consensus that i got uh, uh from these people so the main argument i'm hearing now is like Okay, he's the all-time scoring leader. Look at his numbers. He's averaging so much points, and he's like 38 years old. But yeah. he's playing in a league where there's absolutely no defense. There's he is yeah. like absolutely yeah, nothing. Right, like and Mike and, and Michael, yeah, I was about to say Michael yeah. Jordan played in a time where defense was at the all an all-time best and in the honestly, NBA. It was like like if you could hit someone and get away with it in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. And and Michael Jordan 6 and 0 in the championship. LeBron I think yeah. only has three wing three rings and one of them is Lamicky. So Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with the 2020 bubble. But anyway, so that was segueing me into my question for you. So what do you think is better, LeBron's scoring record or Jordan's two three-peats? Oh, definitely the three-peat. It is so hard to win a professional championship three times once, but he did it twice. Well, Obviously, he like, won three in the first place or six right. in the first place, you know? Just... Right. And, like, I mean, no shade to LeBron. Like, that's – it's a hard – it's an extremely hard record to break. Many people yeah. considered it unbreakable. But, you know, he's he's played for, like, a long, 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 long time. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, so – Obviously, we got with no defense. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. I mean, I just feel like just generally the aura around Michael Jordan is like more like I don't really know. I just feel like it's more he had more of an impact. Obviously, LeBron will go down as top five all the time, but you or at least right now, just until someone else comes along. Um, I mean, I feel like in the next ten years, Luka Doncic could be if he stays on the same trajectory, he'll be in a goat conversation in about like ten years down the road. You just never know, but yeah, and, and now, so the next thing as well is, so the XFL, with that starting back up again, for the first time in like three years or whatever, like it came and then it went away, and then it, I don't know if it's the USFL as well, but the COVID really shut it out. I mean, if it were for The Rock and like whoever else who was investing it with it, uh, the, the XFL would not be a thing anymore. So, so I mean, I know uh, your team that you just happened to choose 
got the, the first win of the XFL season last night. Uh, you got anything to uh, say for that? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I was. I, I did actually watch the game. I wasn't after I hopped off the the Xbox. I went downstairs <laughs> and turned on uh, ESPN or whatever ABC or something, and whatever I watched. And I think what stood out to be more than the actual game was the fact that we got to go into like the booth or whatever and see yeah, what the refs were I, doing. We've never been able to see that before. Yeah, and I thought that was cool. Also, yeah. I think I think so in these little startup leagues, I think the main reason why a lot of them fail is because the offense is atrocious. And that's what we yeah. saw in the USFL last year. But I, I think I feel like in the game that I did watch there was like a lot of good offense there's a lot of good catches and it was pretty entertaining for the most yeah, part I think at the beginning that they spent forever reviewing that was interesting yeah yeah it was that was i mean that, that was impressive i mean it, whether it was an interception or a pick you don't know but that was still impressive like oh yeah that, that was that was like i mean as we heard in the booth i think it really just came down to what the uh call in the field was they called it a pick they weren't gonna make it a touchdown they called it a touchdown they weren't gonna make it a pick so, yeah yeah we won- okay. We won thirty-three so, to twelve. Yeah, I mean, you smashed the over there. I think it was like thirty-four over under. Um, yeah. But, you know, and but the team that I decided to choose, I chose the San Antonio. As as I've heard about, or as I've heard recently and figured out, they're called the Brahmos. So I, at first I call I, I chose them because I couldn't pronounce their name. Ah, uh, very smart. Brahmos. What would you say? <laughs> the Brahmos. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be rivals. Two yeah, teams from Texas. To, yeah, I chose them because I was like, I don't know how to say this name. So, it's like a funny team to just go after. So, so I chose the Brahmas. They play at 3 o'clock today. I don't even know. They, it's like whip snakes uh, or something. They play in like the, the team. I thought you were going to play the D.C. Like Defenders. What? I thought you were going to like the D.C. Defenders. No. No. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, so, you, XFL, I mean, that's pretty exciting. I think there's some new stuff, like the whole... Two point conversion thing, and it gives us football going into the summer. So if they can just screws it, over the kickers. <laughs> yeah. Do they even have you want to go to the? Roster? You want to go to the NFL? No. Well, they do have kickers on the roster for kickoffs and field goals, but the yeah, fact but that they, they you can't. I mean, it just. You're gonna want to go to the USFL if you want to have a chance to go to the NFL as a kicker. When does the USFL start back? I assume the next two weeks. Brahmas had the sixth worst odds, so there's eight teams. They have, they have the sixth best odds to win the title. But you know, we're going to go man. all the way. We're going all the way. So, meet you in the chip. We're definitely in the same time. conference. <laughs> if there even are conferences, there's only eight teams. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the North and the South. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, so. I mean, now we got all the XFL stuff. Let's just go into the Super Bowl. So there was a lot of things. So you had Gronk, he missed his kick of destiny because he's a bum. Uh, yeah. And then you, it was the, the Kelsey Bowl. Uh, and, and it was a great game, 38-35. I mean, there was a lot of – I got wanted a high-scoring, close Super Bowl, and that's exactly what I got because, honestly, yeah. as, as a guy, I'm, the Panthers didn't make the playoffs. So I was just hoping for a good game, and I'm sure – as the Steelers didn't make the playoffs either, you were probably hoping for the same thing as well. Yeah, exactly. That's exact. See, 
and also I, I'll just point out I, I was going into the game I was like okay I'm cheering for the Eagles but as I started watching the game and stuff I realized how much I didn't want either team to win and how much I hated both teams <laughs> to be honest yeah me too and honestly towards the end I was leaning a little bit towards the Chiefs for some reason I, I have no idea why Well, I, I mean, I didn't fumble in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I know. It's just that, bro, you're filing. Whatever. Um, you know, I, I, kinda, I, do, I do kind of agree with you. I wanted the Eagles to win. But then over time, I, I began to not care, really. I, I, the whole point was I just, I like the Eagles a little bit more. I like, hate the Eagles less than I hate the Chiefs. So, I, just, I mean, it was just a Super Bowl. I didn't really yeah. know the root for I wanted, I wanted to be a uh, bill a, Bro, they wouldn't. I want it to be the Bills and the 49ers, to be completely honest. Imagine if Brock Purdy won the Super Bowl. I, then I, to, and then he died, so. Yeah, and then the backup quarterback also died. Where the Eagles, the Eagles just. I, the Eagles had such a cupcake path to the Super Bowl. Such a cupcake they, path. Bro, they, they, they were playing against Josh Johnson in the NFC Championship. I mean, obviously, what's going to happen there? Um, I mean, no, 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 no. Hey, he's a fourth-string quarterback. He hasn't played. Much less is he going to be able to play in a, a AFC championship. Yeah, so, I mean. Yeah. I mean, just interesting. Brock Purdy, I mean, I think he should get extended already. But Yeah, I think he should be the starter next year. <laughs> yeah, he should be the starter next year. I mean, just, I don't get it. Like, the Carolina's been going through all these quarterback struggles. And then the, the 49ers just, like, take a swing with the last pick in the draft on Brock Purdy when they already have Garoppolo. Let me tell you something. It that like I've I've said this many many times before. But as long as the 49ers quarterback is somewhat decent, they're fine. They don't need anybody good. Yeah, their their entire team around them, from from like wide receivers to punter, is um, amazing. Oh yeah, that was the week. I was playing David in fantasy, and since I play in the Inflation Fantasy League, a shutout for defense is 65 points. So I won the game with that. Yeah, so I think my defense had like 80 points that week. Let's not forget our game's in like 300 to 250. It's actually fun. I like it. Yeah, we're probably going to lose some members. Okay, yeah, but uh, another takeaway for me is the fact that Travis Kelsey just won another Super Bowl. Goat tight end. Oh yeah, easily. I don't. Yeah, I mean he was screwed. Tony Gonzalez. He was before this Super Bowl, but goat tight end. Uh, now. I, I mean, agree. I mean, he put himself on his Mount Rushmore. 
the tight ends because he kind of had to. He didn't want to, but he had to. And, you know, I mean, and he should be up there. He should be the best tight end on that Mount Rushmore. Obviously, you know, like you said, like Tony Gonzalez and, and there's and other guys, you know, just – I mean, there's been plenty of good tight ends in the past and even for the Chiefs, but, I mean, just no one, I feel like, compares to uh, someone like Travis Kelsey because he puts up wide receiver numbers and more week after week after week. I mean, obviously, he's got one of the best quarterbacks in the league to do it, but, like, he he just what he's able to do is is insane, really, for lack of a better word. It's mm-hmm. just a little bit more after that, but I guess not. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, you just said said the obvious, and I didn't really have anything to add. That's true. I mean, if you don't, I mean, at this point, I mean, if you don't have, I mean, you might not have him as a goat, but if you, at this point you don't have Travis Kelsey on like the Mount Rushmore of tight ends. Oh, he's dead. I, I mean, I think he's the goat. I'm not talking about point. you. I'm just saying generally, like if you don't have yeah. him on your Mount Rushmore at this you point, die. then it, yeah, well, maybe not that, but it doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, but I mean, yeah, now we we got we hustle. Yeah, thank, thanks for the in, in, insight. All right, yeah, but to start now, uh, the college basketball portion of this episode, we, we're going to start off with the SEC. And, and for the SEC, obviously, you have at the top of it, Alabama, and and they're 13-1 in conference, and obviously one of the better teams in college basketball, even though they lost the past time out. Um, and, I mean, for me, I think really one of the biggest surprises for me at least, it's just the fact that LSU is in last place. I mean, usually LSU, I mean, not, I don't expect them to be winning it, but with the way that they've been in the past years, I just don't really expect them to be last. Um, and, and just, and so, and just to, the, the biggest question of the entire SEC is Kentucky. And I, I don't understand the fact that Kentucky is 18 and nine, they're two and zero against Tennessee. They're fourth in the SEC with a record of nine and five, and this is like a down year for them. Like eighteen and nine is considered a down year, um, and and so. Thank you. Uh, anyways, eighteen and nine is considered a down year, um, and so I just think that there's no reason why John Calipari should be on the hot seat at any point unless he does this three years in a row, which he hasn't done it three years in a row. Obviously, he had the St. Peter's loss, but there's just no reason for him to be on the bucket of being fired based off of how much he's done for this Kentucky program. I feel like it would be it would be really, really, really wrong for them to do anything with him. Uh, and so, I mean, just they're still in a contention spot for a place in the tournament. And just I feel like they're a team, they literally have no identity because they will lose to a team that they should be beating easily, and then they'll turn around like yesterday and beat Tennessee where they're up by 20 at halftime, win by 12, and we're winning most of the entire game. So I just think it's a team that with, that's with no identity, but there really should be not as much talk around them as there is. Um, so first, I would just like to address your LSU thing. I do agree that it is kind of surprising, but at the same time, with them having to fire uh, Will Wade and getting some like vi- or like I did. like uh, punishments or whatever, I I don't see that now, super what did he surprising. Do again? I forget what Will Wade did. What did it he was do? recruiting violations. Oh, what a bum! And to speak on Kentucky, I'm not trying to like I don't know I don't know what I'm not trying to do, but um, 
I just know Kentucky, Kentucky, obviously a blue blood program. They expect, like, as a Kentucky fan, you should probably expect to be competing for a national championship every year. And the fact that, so obviously last year, they had a good season until the tournament, um, obviously with that loss. And then, but the year before that, they were trashed, didn't make the tournament. Like, they haven't won a national championship since 2012. And you're seeing now that they have a really outdated offense that is, you know, it's working somewhat. It's working to get them whatever, 18 and 9 or whatever. But, you know, it's just like you, you, you look at it and you don't know if it's sustainable, especially when you, once you go into the tournament. I think that's one of the big reasons why they lost in the first round last year. And I feel well, like one of those upsets in a normal circumstance, in a normal circumstance, you wouldn't ha- have a coach like this on the hot seat next year. Like, at, you like to compare it to UVA. Like, you wouldn't have Tony B- Bennett on the hot seat if this particular thing happened. It but did since happen you're last Kentucky year. and you're and you're racking up the number one recruiting class almost every single time, and you know you're one of the best, your top five basketball programs, like you. Like this, this sh- you should be higher than this, I guess. Is so I don't see it unreasonable that he should be on the hot seat next year. But at the same time, I don't think he would be fired next year. I feel like I feel like his hot seat would be like a two-year hot seat. If yeah, right. no, I think I don't think he's on the hot seat now. But I think next year, like yeah. it, it, it like keeps his bath. He starts his bath uh, in the evening, and then the year after that, mm. it would be like yeah. a little bit more. I think and he's I think, got, like, he could have, like, three years in a row like this before he's gone, in my opinion, just because yeah. of what he's done for the program. Right, right. And, um, yeah, I feel like I feel like they kind of, like, need to get to the, the at least the Sweet 16 this year for people to not be, like, absolutely pissed. Because people yeah, were, well, like, people were calling for his, like, I, I'm not saying he should have been fired, but people were calling for his head after last year. Yeah, but, I mean, I completely agree. With like obviously every fan base that loses to a 15 seed is gonna be pissed, but like yeah. that happens every single year. Like look at two yeah. years ago with Ohio State when they lost. Who they? I forget who they lost to, but Oral Roberts, man. Oral Roberts. Well, Oral Roberts almost made it to the Elite Eight. I'm pretty sure they were in it with. Yeah, see, they were in the Sweet 16. Yeah, but see, there's always that one team that's like, like on paper is nowhere near the caliber of a team like Ohio State or even Kentucky or any any like two seed of that matter. Um, but they're always the scary teams because you don't know anything about them and they come in with nothing to lose, so they almost try harder. Like they yeah. they, they play more free because they got nothing to lose. Like in their yeah. conference tournament, when they have to win the conference tournament in order to get into the tournament, they're they're playing like nervous and, and they have to win. But in, in the tournament it's like we're playing a two seed. If we lose by forty, no one's gonna say anything. Yeah, and it's like the reverse for the two seed. They're like, oh, we're playing a 15 seed. It's going to be free. I'm going to, like, play Xbox all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to go home with George Calamari when he's playing Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, I'd like to speak with one, like, two more things. Actually, I'll just wrap it all in one. Like, I feel like the SEC has just been really surprising this year. Like, who would have thought Bama would be 
the number one team in the nation. Yeah. And the number one team in the SEC. Like I did not. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't like it because I don't want them to be OP at two sports at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And then also Texas A and M and Vandy. Like Texas A and M is the two seed right now. Vandy, they're that's true. They're good. they're on the rise. Yeah, and then Vandy, they're the sixth seed, but they've shown they've won they won five can, in a row. Yeah, they they beat Tennessee and they beat Auburn last night. Like, I I see no reason why they won't be in in like the semis. I, like, yeah, in the yeah, if you had, SEC yeah, tournament. for me, if you had teams that were like, okay, so where where are we uh, like like when it comes to the tournament time, like what what teams are going to be problems at least as of right now? I mean, I kind of see Missouri as being a problem. They're struggling in the in the SEC a little bit, right? But I think that come the tournament time, they're going to be a problem a little bit, and along with uh, Vanderbilt, like you said, I mean. I think past that, like higher than that, you can't really call like the top five teams if they win a surprise. Like you can't really do that. Like, oh, just and I'll say but... this now because we were talking about teams to watch out for, and we're not covering this conference because it's a uh, it's bad. But um, I don't even know what conference they're in. I think it's like the Summit League. But uh, Oral Roberts this year, they're <laughs> gonna they're like I'm not I'm not just saying that, but they're they're right now a 13 seed in the bracketology, and. They've got. That's they've got, this, for, they've for got like four like seniors from the run that they did that that they made uh in twenty twenty or whatever twenty twenty one, and they got a seven five center and just just watch out they they are really really good. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, if you're up to a thirteen seed in a conference like that, then that's pretty impressive. For yeah. like obviously, I mean, because like if you you could take a few losses in like the ACC or something, but when it comes to a conference like that, you have to be winning every game after game after game if you want to be considered for a seed like that. Um, and so that's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my dad walked. My dad opened the door, looked at me, and then closed the door. Yeah, I know. My mom gave me ibuprofen. Oh. <laughs> It's, it's too bad this 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 isn't getting uh, edited because no oh, yeah no I'm not editing this I don't feel like it yeah you're gonna get to see unless it. you want to I mean gladly I can send it over me. to you hold on you. I gotta text my father <laughs> this is okay, gonna be put uh, in our bloopers at the end of the year what I mean if you, you want to edit it you you gladly can edit it <laughs> I mean I I mean I will I just it's I start to edit things and then I just get annoyed with the software and then I quit. That's how that's half the that's how half the time I stop editing. Yeah, but I agree. Okay, saying? moving on. All right, ACC. ACC. Currently, Virginia holds the top in the ACC, which I mean I know you y'all know I'm a UVA fan, but to this point, doesn't really surprise anyone. I feel like I mean it makes sense that there's pressure for the top of it. Because obviously, I mean, this year, coming in like 10 to 12 games in, I thought there's going to be eight or nine teams in the ACC that are legit good and like can make the tournament. Um, they're like eight, seven or eight in the bracket bracketology right now. But I mean, but the teams, I did not expect NC State to be here. And I 100% did not expect Pittsburgh to be here. I felt like Miami was on the rise. I didn't expect them to be second, but I felt that like they would be good. Um and but just NC State and Pittsburgh, um, two teams that held on to their coaches a little bit longer than maybe people wanted them to. But now that they've done it, 
it seems to be translating into good things. Because Pitt being third in the ACC, even if they lose in the first round, that might have be enough to get them an at-large bid with the win over UVA and that type, all that type of stuff. So uh, it might be enough to get them like an 11 seed or so. So I think just making the tournament, if you're Pitt, is really all you ask for. Um, and as we get closer to the tournament time, you uh, you, uh, you, you kind of look at that a little bit more closely. But they're in line for a double buy right now in the ACC tournament. Um, for So that's my main team that's like, how are they 19 and 8 uh, and, and 12 and 4 in the conference? More importantly, okay, that's more important to me because obviously there's plenty of teams that are good conference like the ACC that are like 10 and 0 uh, to start the season. Then when conference play starts, it goes down the drain. Like they finish like 15 and 15. But, but it seems for Pitt that that hasn't really been an issue for them. And they've, uh, they've, they've uh, handled it well and they've played really, really well lately. But the loss to Virginia Tech last time out, that made UVA the sole number one. So now if UVA wins out, UVA will win the ACC regular season. Yeah, I, th- I think this is just overall going to be a really, really entertaining tournament. There's so many teams that I feel like can make a run. Like, even even all the way to Notre Dame at the 14 seed right now. I mean, like, like even like Florida you, State. You saw they play, cl- they play close with UVA and Duke. Like, you know, who... And they, you know, the season's over if they don't win. So why not just go all out? I guess. Yeah, same thing. Like I was, I was watching all ACC the other day, and I, I, I think, it was, I think it's Jordan Cornette. I, I think that's his name or something. Uh, I forget his name, but he said Louisville as an opportunity because not to win the tournament, but to ups, upset some people. Just because if you're like four and twenty-seven, what do you have to lose at that point? Like no one expects yeah. you. To, like just like with the fifteen seeds, no one expects you to win. So you just go out there and play because you can play free because we lose by 20. No one cares. If you win, people are impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Big 10? Big 10, no, not yet. We're not done with ACC. Um, Bro, we have like five minutes. No, yeah, that's, that's kind of true. Whatever. Uh, yeah, but I mean, and another team for me, I think, I, I, as much as I don't like to say, I mean, I, I think Virginia Tech, I don't think that they've been playing to their potential this year. And I think that they feel like that they should be a tournament team. Obviously, every team feels like that. But, like, they genuinely, like, are, like, the outside looking in that, like, feels like that they have a genuine opportunity. They have to win a few more games in the regular season. But I think if they don't get a bye at all in the ACC tournament, they, they could win one, two, or three games. Because if you look back at last year, they weren't going to be making it into the tournament. But then they come out and they win the ACC and win the automatic bid. And so I'm not saying that they can win the ACC tournament, but, they, but it could be something like that. Uh, on the horizon, you never know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you yeah, if you look back, I mean, just really for me, the only teams that are out of it right now, I mean, I know they're not in last, but I I just don't I don't like Georgia Tech in terms of conference. I they lately they just past years and this year as well. I don't know why. I what's what's his name? Uh, uh, what's Georgia Tech's coach name again? Uh, uh basketball. Uh. Josh Pastner, he's fired. I think he's fired this year. Bro, I don't know how the Louisville coach has lasted so long. No, no. I think he, he's a guy. Louisville's just not very good. They have a great recruiting class coming in next year. This dude, he's coached for like 18. Yeah, I know. I'm not even kidding. Louisville's recruiting class is like top 10, 247 basketball. Louisville recruiting. They have That's they're, so they're the 24th best class. 
that was last year actually. But for this year, this upcoming year, they have the 34th best class. They have two 97 rated four stars that are signed. Why? <laughs> yeah, I know. Who wants to come to? I mean, maybe it's just the coach because he has like eight. I they don't want to really play in the KFC out. Yum Center, Preston. <laughs> yeah, they want that free KFC. <laughs> Be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was just looking at, too. Um, anyways, so uh, moving on. Big 10. This one, of all episodes, I said I wasn't going to edit. This is the one I need to edit the most. <laughs> you should have just not said anything and then decide you weren't going to edit later so it wouldn't be goofy. <laughs> Big 10. Bro, I need to see the standings. All right, go, Evan, start. Northwestern's winning the Big Ten. I agree. Go. Continue. Okay. Well, this is also another very, very interesting tournament. Um, I feel like I feel like you got so many teams that can win it here. Like, obviously, Purdue is the most upsettable good team in the nation. Um, you know, lost to Indiana, Northwestern, Maryland. They, they've lost to all the – they've lost to the uh, other top three seeds or whatever. And so, I think it's just open for anyone. I think anybody has the ability to, to make a run, especially, like, Michigan. They've always been, like, for the past, like, two or three years, I feel like they've been, like, a, you know, 15-12 and 12 team or, like, 18-15, something like that. And then they'll be able to just, like, make a run and then sneak into the tournament. But, you know, I feel like, I mean, even even Rutgers, like, Penn State, Iowa, like, I feel like, Every team outside of, I feel like the top nine seeds genuinely have a shot at winning the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. From I one to nine. Wait, wait. Can you hear me? Like, fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I just realized that even though I have it plugged in and everything, it just has not. I've been through my AirPods. Because look, oh, I that's can, why you. That's why yeah, that's, you sound like garbage. Yeah, yeah. See, watch. See the mic. We'll put it down on the floor. And you can still hear me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I just, I messed that all up. But as long as you can hear me fine, I mean, I guess it works for this episode. But um, I had so much for trying to find those AA batteries. Um, anyways. Dinged. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I kind of put no context to it. But with the Northwestern thing, I completely agree. I mean, they're on a four-game win streak. They're kind of a surprising team that they're good at this point. Bro, shut up, Siri. I don't want you. Robbie. Robbie Beeren's gonna carry them, the collegiate alum. <laughs> Isn't he like the manager? <laughs> no, he's actually good. He's like, I think he like averages like a decent amount of like points and rebounds. Does he play? What's his name? Robbie Beeren, or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, twelve points in the last game. Yeah, he's crazy. Well, well, where's that this year? I, we we need that back. We we, we suck. Anyway, yeah, I'm sure a senior in college would gladly just like reclass. You know, I want to go back to high school. Reclass five years, yeah. Let's go back to high school. It's Bro, totally what a fair. stretch beating Purdue and Indiana. That's actually. I know, crazy. right? Yeah, see, I think that the Big Ten. Would you say? What? What? what okay, what, I think what that do the you mean, Big. What did I say? What? What do you yeah, think yeah, I okay. said? All right, you know what? Stop. <laughs> Shut up. So the Big Ten. I mean, you. I, I agree, Purdue. They sh- they're going to be the one seed, I think, at this point. They're getting over themselves in that they're, they've they're, they've got a one-and-a-half, two-game lead. So I, I feel like they, they, unless it all goes downhill, I don't really think that they're going to give up the one seed. Um, 
And but for Northwestern, yeah, I agree. I think that we could go back at it closer to tournament time. But I just think that way the way they've been playing and they they have what it takes. And I think as of late, they've started to play better and better as the season's gone along. And it's shown as they've been beating teams like Indiana and Purdue. Um, and so, and but but for me, a surprise team that could come into this tournament. Well, I don't know why I keep saying tournament. It's tournament. Um, Penn State. Penn State, every single year, they're not very good, but they always have that upset power. They're not very good this year, and they haven't been recently, but they have that upset power. And But, and, but the biggest surprise for me to this point in the season is the fact that Ohio State is 11 and 15. Yeah, I know, right? That's so <laughs> stupid. I think that they, they I don't I might be confusing it with last year, but I believe at the beginning of the season they were winning a decent amount and I think they, they even made Yeah, I remember win. they beat like number 1 Duke and and were like ranked like in the top 5 or something. It was something. I don't know if it was this year, but they did something that put them in the rankings and then just ever since then they've just fallen off. Um but so yeah, me my biggest surprise would be Ohio State, I mean, that's them being so bad. Uh, Northwestern can probably win this tournament. Purdue, I think they're getting over themselves. I think they'll be good, but, you know. I, just, I think anybody can win this. I just, yeah, I think it's a similar thing with the ACC. Just so many people can win it. I, I don't I don't like Purdue at a one seed anymore, but, yeah, just anything can happen. All right, what, what next conference, go. Big 12. Big 12, okay. Start. Also, I would just say that we're tuning, it's tuning up to be, like, a really good March Madness because we we still I still don't know a single team that I actually trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And right, make this make Big Twelve quick. There's like four teams. <laughs> yeah, There's you start. Ten teams. Um. I mean, no. You start. <laughs> okay, Kansas is good. Texas is also good. No, I'm just kidding. That's All right, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's it's so crazy. So, Again, I feel like I feel like anybody can win this tournament again. Like, yeah, I, that's what happens when you come to the Power Fives. I feel like that's when like, there's so many good teams. This, I don't see a single team know, is yeah. not capable of like upsetting a bunch of other teams. I know, I, I completely agree. But yeah, so you have Kansas. Obviously, Kansas. I think with their win over Baylor, it solidifies themselves as they're they, they're not the Baylor sole one seed yet so and anymore. But I think. But Texas, they have the opportunity to take it over. But I think that Kansas right now is the best team in the conference. Um, and so there's just so many teams, again, that can win. I think you still have to watch out for Oklahoma because they, they've been on a losing streak. They haven't been winning as many games as they wanted to. But I just think that, that they have the opportunity to uh, to do some damage in the tournament. They're like the Louisville that, that's in the back end of the conference. But 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 in this in this case, they're not the – were, they're not terrible. Um, they're not good, but they're not terrible. And so I think they have the opportunity to do some damage. And, and Kansas State, I think, being better than anyone might have expected as well. Yeah. Yeah, def- definitely. Yeah. 